0: It's episode 294 of Verbal FM. I'm Anthony who's Joining me is uh, Arthur Geese.
1: I am not convinced that you are not a pod person.
0: <laughs> I know. I don't know why I've been keeping up on it. And then uh, no Matt this week because he's busy hitting some deadline. Yup. James Faulkner. Oh, yeah, he's I'm, here though. Oh, I'm here. I'm petting a cat. Um, Jesus. So right before we start recording, I just I just want to talk about it real quick because I think it's really cool. I haven't got to play it yet, but man. The first, like the second part of the XCOM DLC that's out, uh-huh. it's just called Alien Hunters, mm-hmm. and so so like House Hunters. So what it is is it's a it's a new mission and a, and like a new mission will pop up a I mean, new series of missions. Okay, mission type, yeah. It, but but also it, it provides like a ton of new squad elements. Okay. So basically, it allows you to turn your XCOM soldiers into members of Cobra. Basically, by the time they're done. You fight. You, it, what it like does? Like
1: Cobra from the movie where it, like Serpentor and people were like part snake person. Kind of. It's like you add. Fuck, so, I feel old. So it adds. Uh, but I guess they look more like old Cobra
0: toys, like that right. you and I grew up with. And uh, so what it does is it adds like elite alien groups throughout the world. So like a Berserker, you'll find like a Super Berserker, and you have to go and hunt these down because you're trying to stop this new alien threat. Blah blah. blah. But 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 the cool thing is it adds in the ability to like get like a special set of gear that's like the snake and so when you put it on you look like fucking serpentor from the comp from the old TV do you remember show.
1: what serpentor looks like yeah with like
0: the the snake the frill thing yeah, yeah that's you, you literally huh. you literally have the snake frill and your head is in a snake mouth at, like as a as an ex-comp huh. soldier and then you get all kinds of like weird bows and weird fucking crazy looking weapons like i said by the time you have a squad of them they look like G.I. Joe's. yeah and it allows you to actually take uh central out on mission, at least on one mission, like the guy that's always talking, like commander, yeah. blah blah blah. Commander. He, he actually becomes a soldier that goes out into a mission. Is he like? Is he like super powerful? I imagine he's probably kind of powerful, but he's probably more he like you can't fucking this mission it, yet. No, I haven't okay. yet because that's like that's that's the thing I was telling Arthur before we started the show. Is the annoying part about it? So You buy this expansion, it, it adds it in. But it's more like a mod in the sense that now you play the normal game. It's not like it's a new mini campaign or anything like that. It's like. It's not a mod. It's like cut fucking content. Yeah, but exactly. It's, 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 like, it it it's like you play the yeah. game and now eventually you'll get the starter mission that introduces these features, but you still have to play through an entirely new campaign. So that's a little.
1: At least with something like the Mass Effect games, when they added DLC like this, it's you like could just you can go back, back exactly. and just play it.
0: Yep. And same thing with Fallout, right? Like even though you can beat Fallout. You can just go back. The
1: world, the world continues to spin on its axis and yeah. like exist. So far Harbor comes out really soon. That's what I'm saying.
0: I'm about to go to, back to Far Harbor. To
1: weeks. Yeah, I think so. so. Like end of the month, um, and but, mod support before that for console, like the console beta for mod sports launching on Xbox, like tomorrow. Wow. I think.
0: But mm-hmm. besides XCOM, which is an older game, older <laughs> from like February, that's how fast this world moves. Uh, there's been a lot of so we're on the eve, the precipice, and the release of a lot first, of big games. The
1: most important thing to talk about is not what we've been playing, but we'll, we'll devour Anthony's life in October.
0: Oh yeah, wait, are we talking about? Uh, oh, Civ so six,
1: motherfucker, six, six, six. Excuse me, six. Five is. a Although ironically, us. without the six sided tiles.
0: Yeah, they're going. I think they're going. Yeah, there's like a lot of. Regression in some cases in this because that was the thing in Civ Five, right? That it added
1: like hexagonal tiles. Yeah, to
2: the
0: game. so you could go six ways, and the old ones were four or no eight way. The old way, were, the old ones were eight way. So it's probably it actually they they brought back the six way was a little bit more limited, but uh, but then they didn't allow you to stack units and make the stack of doom as people call it, so right. you couldn't have one stack with like fifty five units on it. So you actually had to think about forming fronts and the placement of like soldiers in front of artillery. They've gotten rid of all that shit. I'll be curious. I mean, I feel like it's a pretty fast turnaround between five and six, between four and five and stuff like that. Like, I feel like
2: four and five was uh, like four years. right? Yeah, I feel like that. I mean, I,
0: yeah. to be fair, I guess five was probably almost four years ago now. So, yeah, it's been quite a while. I guess it just feels like five isn't that old because it hasn't been that long since its last expansion. Yeah, it's a game that's definitely going to consume a lot more of my time, but a game that is more on the immediate horizon that I think could potentially consume my time is uh Total
1: War: Warhammer. Right. So, I'm not sure like I think I can talk a little bit about it because like they've done preview appointments and yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've watched a ton of videos on it, so I can tell you if you say something
1: like if you say something I haven't already seen before, you know. Um I mean, it f- I have limited experience of the Total War games. Me too. Um, this seems much more oriented around like empire building and city stuff than the other Total War games, which is interesting because that's not what I would assume with a Warhammer game. Um, cause, yeah. I don't know. That's like never been with Warhammer
0: Well, I know that about. like the Shogun ones were a little bit more about like uniting Japan and stuff like that. So you're doing
1: a bit of that. I, it kind of reminds me of like a Heroes of Might and Magic game.
0: All right, hmm. I like the sound of that.
1: Like, I don't know. I, yeah, it's it's just weird. Like, there. Are, first of all, there are just so many fucking armies in this game. Like, yeah, that's actually armies. what really
0: surprised me. I thought there would have been less, and then add on as it goes. But, it's, but
1: no, it's like it's like all the main factions, um, like the Skaven, aren't in it. But I'm sure that they will be at some point, right? Um, or maybe they won't because like there's like vermin tide and like scales. Well,
0: yeah, ones. and also I mean. They can render a lot of guys on screen, but for the scale that they present their battles, Skaven are supposed to be, like, even bigger swarms, maybe. Like, how like, big a swarm? Because there's, like, hundreds of units on... That's what I mean. But I'm saying when they represent an orc unit as, like, 50 guys, then a Skaven unit would be, like, 500 per per block. You know what I mean? Like, they'd be huge and huge and huge. I mean, maybe.
1: Like I don't know. There's definitely, I mean, like, I, units that are, like... It's pretty common for units to be, like, 60.
0: I don't doubt that it might just be part of the first expansion or something like that. That'll be, like, a Skaven campaign like,
1: or something. And so the, the thing that's sort of disorienting for me as someone who, like, played a little bit of Warhammer, like, is that, like, just the sheer size of the battles is so much larger than anything that you'll ever play in Warhammer. Right,
0: you would never... It, it, what we're talking about, the size of the battles in the videos I've seen, would be, like, a $20,000 army. Right. Like, if you had that on the table. Really? And you would, yeah, and you would need a table, like bigger than arthur's apartment yeah Yeah, like
1: to like to like play this game on yeah just be this gigantic Um, thing the the, just uh, quick impressions like it's that game will fuck you over at the drop of a hat like if you make the wrong move or like you You guys flank you from a
0: hill or something like that exposed
1: like if you like you let's say you take a city like right at the beginning of the game as humans like you you take over a city and then you leave it to go like you take your like main party and like go to the next area like it is absolutely possible that like a goblin army will like just come in and fucking ransack it like the second that you're gone. Can you leave detachments behind or something like that? You can but it takes time to recruit them (laughs) so like multiple turns to garrison something into your city so like. Opportunity costs always. And and also like if you retreat like you only retreat a certain amount of distance and someone can chase you down. (laughs) Ah. Um, so. That is a real warhammer. Uh, basically, I, if you fuck up, like you can get trapped into fights that are going to be extremely difficult for you to win, if not impossible. For you. Yeah,
0: I mean, I've, I remember that's been the case in old War, Total War games where it'd be like, do you want to play this fight? And it's like, well, I brought my two units and they have like 14. And you're mm-hmm.
1: like, okay. One thing I have found is that uh, ranged units, like, and mass can definitely wreck the other team like super hard like super super hard like regardless of what they have yeah like if you are smart and sort of like flank them on either side with like ranging units you can sort of like creep into range and just like unload on a unit quick enough to kill it and mm-hmm. then run away that's good because I want to play dwarfs and
0: dwarfs are primarily stand your ground and let them come to you while you shoot at them and then hopefully soften them up enough that you um, can fight them off
1: but like all the pistol like classes have shorter range than the crossbow classes yep
0: that sounds so, right
1: so like the crossbowmen can just like fucking annihilate things from a distance and yeah. then run away before anything can get yeah pistol them. guys in general in the book the, the tabletop were always just good against heavier units so yeah so far i've been kind of underwhelmed by the ai uh because oh. i totally cheesed like a battle that way but it also took me like 45 minutes to win that way
0: <laughs> uh yeah see that's one thing i'm worried about that game like i i like when i think about it i'm like taking one city, like, when I watched a video of taking a city, I was like, Jesus, that is, like, an epic thing. And I might want to do that sometimes, but I bet you there's going to be plenty of if times If you have an overwhelming force, you can
1: auto-resolve That's exactly anything except for, like, main story fights. Okay. So, that's good. But, I I don't know. Like, I, I, it's fun. Like, there's, like, a lot of strategy. I like the fact that you can zoom all the way out to just, like, Watch swarms. Watch a swarm like, run around as opposed to, like, having to control it like in sort of over the shoulder third person like removed um so i yeah i don't know um but it just it's incredibly time consuming uh the ui is fucking inscrutable
0: that's always been a case in total war games cuz right. all of a sudden you
1: have like f- 24
0: banners and you're trying to figure out which There's one's even, which guy even like in. just
1: with like with one starting RB like the emperor um Like, as humans, there's just so much shit on the screen at once, and, like, going through everything is really involved. Like, I I do not remember how to do very much. Like, I have to click around and find stuff, like, on a regular basis. I'm sure that will be the... I anticipate that being Um, the case for myself as well. Like, more than even something like Civ.
2: In the, like, actual engagements, do you feel like you sometimes... Your your units kind of get lost in the battle?
1: It depends on the view. Yeah. Like, if you are, like, the sexy, good-looking graphical view, then yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. But if you zoom, like, all the way out to where it's just, like, you see the map. Flags moving towards each other. Yeah. yeah. And banners. Like, that is much easier to uh, to get a hold of.
0: Yeah, I always found another thing in Total War that always kind of drove me crazy was that it was sometimes hard to tell how a unit was doing. Like, in Company Heroes or something like that and other strategy games where it's a smaller scale... I could immediately look and see how a unit's doing based on like our guys pinned to the ground. Is there like a status symbol on their, on like, I guess they equivalent of their banner and stuff like that. And in total war, sometimes I felt like I would have to watch. And then all of a sudden you'd be like this unit's breaking and you're like, I, okay. Like I wasn't fucking aware that they were on the verge of like just being totally shit upon.
1: See, and I think that that's all fairly clear where like, you can see status effects just rolling over. Okay. Um, like you can see, like whether they're tired, like whether they're currently losing, like fatigued. Also, ranged units only have a certain amount of ammo, so like you can't just cheese the am- the range strat forever. Like eventually, you're gonna have to get your hands dirty. But they have a lot of ammo, <laughs> even still, <laughs> they have a lot of ammo. Yeah, and I think that's also a Warhammer thing. Like ranged units in Warhammer only have like a certain number of shots. No, but
0: they do have to reload with some certain weapons okay so and there are well that's not true there are certain weapons in the game where it's like it's it's done after a certain point but
1: i've uh, I, I fought against siege machines i don't have any yet i can't build any yet but i don't know i picked humans to start with because it's like well this seems like the easiest way to just get familiar with the game but you don't have to like you can start with vampire counts if you want to um and part of me was tempted to because that was the army that i always liked in warhammer like that's those the, the army I, just, that I, I had bought. a ton of vampire counts at one point um which is funny because like vampire counts were like the second or third undead army like that was like the the third edition or whatever warhammer like where they got rid of like vampires and like the egyptian undead like they like just sort of revamped them into one undead army yeah tomb kings they yeah. had
0: tomb kings is a separate thing for a long time
1: um but yeah i, I think that it's it's neat i think that like, the Warhammer hook is enough to get me to play a Total Warhammer. Total Warhammer. It's a Total War game. We like, can just call it that. I, that's how, what I'm referring <laughs> to it as with everybody, because it seems really stupid that it's not just Total Warhammer. Yeah. Like, Total War Warhammer is a bad name for a game. Yeah. That is, like, the Battleborn of Total War <laughs> <laughs> game names. <laughs> uh. See that time.
2: Five times fast.
1: Yeah.
0: Total War Warhammer. I'm going to definitely play the shit out of that. That's, my anticip- uh, that's what I want to do,
1: I should say. We'll see if. And I I feel like you could spend like hundreds of hours in that game. And also, there's multiplayer. Um, Yeah. And I wonder if you can play like with like basic Warhammer rules instead of Total War rules. But I haven't had time to look at it at all.
2: Is there customization in a? I'm not sure. An army scale or something like that. I feel like that's what a lot of people would want for that game.
0: I'd at least want it if i was gonna like really fight for it to be cool if it was there for at least like a lord character like a hero character i was gonna attach to a unit you know or if there was some way to tell in stories like is there sort of like equipment and stuff that they can
1: oh yeah there's gear and loot
0: that you find and stuff yeah that type of stuff
1: could be really cool just as you outfit them with certain gear and stuff and there are lords that. that you recruit that have different like like attributes and shit all right that's cool. I mean, that sounds really cool to me. I think that that's all, like, Total War stuff.
0: It'd be really cool if they brought back the Dogs of War, which was, like, the quickest failed army of war in Warhammer fantasy history. They, like, introduced it in 1999, and by, like, 2000-something, they'd killed it. Early 2000s. What, what was it? Dogs of War was an army that played completely—other uh, other Warhammers always, like, you have a lord— and you have your armies and you fight and that's how you play them dogs of war was you have a commander who the guys like choose to follow Mm -hmm. and you have a pay chest on the battlefield and the enemy can really fuck up your day by taking your pay chest because that's holding all the money that's keeping all the guys under your command oh (laughs) and but but the cool thing about the dogs of war was they were the only army with pikes for a long time and pikes could fight the guys
1: multiple rank way way far back deep yeah so there's like spears and halberdiers and stuff like that and like you can have people set like and and like defend okay and high ground is a thing and like if you're in a forest you, you like you're run hidden. down a hill yeah. that's always been a thing but the dogs of war also was the only army where you could mix things
0: so you could have a unit of dwarfs next to a unit of humans next to a unit of ogres next to a unit of orcs oh, and so they were and they were all they were mercenaries so you could you, could you pick a, I mean the and each they, of them was le- each of them was like blah 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 as boys blah 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 like the, yeah. the, the 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 hammers of this like yeah. so they were like known dudes like everyone was like a like a famous unit.
2: Oh so it's, it's kind of like a like uh, Fantastic 7 or like Exactly like Magnificent like 7. Magnificent Magnificent Magnificent
0: 7, 7 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like your whole army was consisted like of like cool things. But... Uh, that's cool. Yeah, they failed. That was a failed army.
1: You know it's not Fantastic. I finally saw the Fantastic 4 movie. Because it's been on HBO like I heard it was like it's like
0: completely you you just don't make sense. Like, there are parts in it where you're just like, what, what,
1: why, who, like, do we care about spoilers at this point? No, No. (laughs) like, so, like, the way that they get their powers is they're working on a teleportation device, so they go to hell, obviously. Yeah, fantastic for me, it's doom. Uh, and like, do they really go to like hell? No, will they go to another dimension? oh so it's not just like gamma rays in space no. or something like that Nope. okay because nope. i don't who the fuck cares so I they guess. go to a dimension they get powers yeah they like they get powers and like it's stuff happens to each of them like the like haha factors into their powers like ben Grimm gets covered in like weird dimension rock and so he becomes <laughs> the thing and Johnny gets set on fire with dimension gases, so he becomes the Human Torch, and Reed nah, she... gets stretched out or something. And what she she gets hit by some kind of force?
0: As, okay,
2: <laughs> by that. So anyway, force. like
1: all of that is all of that is super dumb, and also Doom, like, is their hacker friend that goes with them, and like he gets left behind in the dimension for like a year. So, so
0: he's not like the king of Latvia or whatever he no, is. No, okay. No, okay. okay so is, he, oh, we're going to leave this fucking nerd here. So he's just an angry nerd.
1: He is basically an angry nerd. Uh, my yeah. lady, my lady, my lady. And so, like, at, you uh, left me, my lady. <laughs> my fedora <laughs> is ruined. Uh, so, like, they, uh, after they get back and realize they have powers, uh, reed leaves like he runs away from this military installation just abandons everybody else okay and the story is that ben and everyone else feels betrayed by reed and they don't trust each other and etc it's just like it's so fucking stupid
0: they're trying to put all that movie in a plot where it's also about fighting dr doom
1: yeah who's really only in it again for like the last 10 minutes of the movie oh it sounds like and his face looks that way because his in- encounter suit fused with his body see so that's why it's the mask because his encounter suit and he's got energy powers because i don't know it's like it's a total disaster didn't they,
2: didn't they cut A scene from the movie Where they were using Ben Like they drop him Into a war zone And he like Fucking murders some
1: fools Oh there's totally Like footage of that Yeah Of him, them using him As like an, A weapon
0: Man Stan Lee Must be so sad In some ways I mean granted You know he's He's fine But I'm just saying That like That was his original characters. I think...
1: It, it's funny that you say that because, like, the current narrative about, like, all that Marvel stuff is that basically, like, with all of them, it's Stan Lee is is no longer considered to have been the one that created them. Oh. That it was mostly Jack Kirby that oh. came up with those ideas. Hmm. And that Stan Lee was just really good at taking credit for other people's shit. Oh. The truth sucks. Yeah, everything's complicated. Everybody sucked, <laughs> basically.
0: <laughs> I don't want to Every-
1: see old man in movies and be like... Did you? I want to be. I mean, there's some stuff that I'm sure he wrote. Like he did, like contribute, like some scripts. But even then, like the way that comics were made in the the 60s and the 50s is that like somebody would, like the writer would outline stuff and like break down plot, and the artist would lo- write a lot of dialogue. Huh. So, I don't know. But anyway, Fantastic Four movies is really bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sounds like either. dog shit. Uh, Civil War's pretty okay. So War was pretty good. Did you see it? I did. I, I quite enjoyed it overall. Um, I think it has some moderate Age of Ultron problems. Yeah, well, it's a lot—a lot to handle. Yeah, there's just so many characters in that movie, and there's so many little things where you can feel it, kind of wanting to plant seeds for other stories later. But which was definitely Age of Ultron's problem. It was yeah. like, guys, we got to set up a bunch of shit. Got to yeah. set up two more phases of marvel movies yeah yeah um but uh and this yeah and that and obviously it does that as well yeah but but it also like mainly in just that like characters appear it's like oh well black panther is in this guess what he's gonna have a movie right and that's good because black panther in that movie is fucking awesome yeah he's really cool Even his bodyguard Like his lady bodyguard Is awesome Like everything pertaining To Black Panther In that movie Is fucking awesome I don't know You
0: barely see her though His lady bodyguard No but she's just in
1: it Long enough to be a badass And that's it It sucks she doesn't get her due Because they're in the comics They're like I think she's They're like like Imperial Guard Basically They're like She has more of a role In like the movie And like I I guess like The scuttlebutt this week Is that the cast Of the Black Panther movie Is like 90% black so thank goodness for that. Yeah. <laughs> that Marvel wasn't just like, it's black Panther and a bunch of white folks. Yeah. Uh, it's actually Wakanda and, uh, Andy circus is the villain probably. Yeah. Which that's how it's always
0: been. The, the, that dude's character in the comic was like he, his character, I will say in age of Ultron, that was very true to life with the character in the comics looked like for Like, the yeah, weapons no, he was dude. great.
1: Like he, he like totally looked like what he needed to. Yeah. Um, He's a shitty white weapons dealer in an African country taking advantage of it. Right, he's like an Afrikaner, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah. But yeah, uh, but Black Panther stuff notwithstanding, like it like the Captain America, Bucky, like Tony yeah. triumvirate was like the sort of thing that actually grounded that movie enough to feel like it had any sort of focus.
0: Yep, that was good. I I, I still really enjoyed it. Paul Rudd is also really good
1: for the... For the, like, 15 minutes he's yeah. in the movie. Yeah.
0: yeah. I know. He's always good. He's always just there to be, like, silly enough. Yeah. And it's, it's funny, too, right? Because how much did he actually appear, I wonder? Like, for that movie. Because, like, all the scenes where Ant-Man's running around, it's, it's almost right. entirely... It, it, it's, he's like 10 minutes of footage. It's almost like he... Like, Had yeah, a shoe probably. I don't even think, like, any of the stuff in the suit he was actually there for. Like, any of it. I guarantee you that's almost entirely
1: CG. Like, all of it. Yeah. So, it's like... Um, Spider-Man was awesome. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. No, they did a really good job yeah. handling that introduction.
1: And they didn't get into the Uncle Ben bullshit. Like they yeah, didn't. you could see it like they they were like we're going to fake you out
2: by like almost going there but then they just go in a very like different direction. Yeah. I mean,
1: maybe if they They give the, him a chance to like yeah. monologue a little bit and then he doesn't. Yeah. Which is which is choice restraint. And he doesn't say great power great responsibility, which thank god. Yeah. Cuz Jesus Christ, so many fucking times do we have to I We've heard that in five Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Marissa Tomei is also really... Uh, uh, that whole thing... As Aunt May. Yeah, yeah, Marissa Tomei is fucking Aunt May. What a... Okay.
2: Yeah. All right. There's some great... I mean, because didn't she and... Uh, and what's his name? Date? in Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, date. I don't know. Maybe. I think like
1: in the 90s they were dating.
2: So there's a really great like subtext there.
1: Your hot aunt. Yeah, your yeah. hot aunt. Um, yeah, like I... There wasn't really anything in particular that felt like it fell flat, except for maybe some of the Vision stuff. Well, it, it, I, we, all Vision we all talked
0: about that in, the, in our office, which was like both Vision and War Machine were like there at the airport fight, but they're like missing for like huge chunks. We were like, how come the Vision just didn't handle shit? Like he, sh- he, the Vision should be able to just handle shit, like no problem. Like that's the thing. The Vision is like one of the... The Vision and Scarlet Witch are both like some of the most absurd absurdly powerful. Yeah, and yeah. So
2: it's like it's kind of like unfair to the rest of everyone else. It's funny because you you see a little bit of Scott Witch's power, you're like, oh shit. You're like you you could wreck everyone.
1: Yeah. And maybe she will. Yeah. Like yeah. the Infinity War is coming. Yeah, she's the one that got rid of all the mutants in the comics. Yeah. And like her power isn't like that. No, like, I know. It's it's kind of weird that I'm not totally sure what her power is in yeah. the in the cinematic universe. Like it's very vague. Um, it seems like the Force in some ways. Like, it's an infinity gem, like, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah. But, um...
0: I like that they did a lot more of Vision's phasing stuff in this. I feel like we hardly saw that in Age of Ultron. He was mostly just smashing.
1: Yeah, I mean, how much fucking time did they have to show any of that? Totally, I'm just saying you get to see a lot more of it in yeah. this fight, which was really cool. Um,
0: So, yeah, no. Uh, but I agree, the Vision is a weird character, right? Yes. I don't know. It's just a weird...
1: Just and I like Paul Bettany. Yeah, me too. I don't
2: know. He has, he has weird things where he like he holds his hands together a he lot. Did,
1: he's very awkward. Yeah, he's just like, I don't know what to do with my body. I am, I am awkward man thing. <laughs> yeah. With a crush on Wanda. Yeah. Who is very cute, don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, that pretty good. And then I can either talk about the other thing that I watched.
0: No, let's, let's talk about Doom.
1: So Doom, uh, as I alluded to last week... Um, and other people Confirmed. just spilled the beans about earlier this week. I guess it was Jim Sterling that got the ball rolling on his podcast. That or, that or Total Biscuit, one of the two. I think it was Jim. Yeah. Um. That's what I saw first, and then I was like, okay, I guess I can talk about this, is that uh, Bethesda did not send out Doom for review. To anyone. To anybody. Like, it's not just the social justice warriors to whom Doom was not sent. Yeah. Uh, which is apparently the G- GamerGate narrative this week—that just those pesky SJWs who didn't get the game because it didn't star a black Muslim woman in a hijab—is what I've been seeing a lot of. Oh, Jesus. Uh, which is I—that would be an interesting Doom game, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so anyway, uh, Bethesda didn't send it to anybody, and their reasoning was that multiplayer and snap map are very key parts of the experience and that it's really only only fair to the game for them to be experienced in a retail environment with all the other poor suckers that bought the game like monkeys shot in space um and generally that makes us curious about the quality of a game like it's just like when a movie doesn't do critic screenings usually that's a bad sign It's a a red flag, for sure. Um, And there are some companies that do that with everything. Like, Blizzard does it with everything. Blizzard doesn't do review for anything. Like, I wonder if we'll get Overwatch early. I assume that we won't. Um, Even though they've been doing betas like crazy. Um, Like, StarCraft and Diablo, like, we don't get early. Yeah, with Diablo, the servers didn't even go live until the day it launched. Yeah. So So you and I met. Yep. Fucking Diablo. Um so anyway, uh but generally for a retail game with a single player component, which Doom isn't has, uh for them not to send it out is a big fat red flag. And honestly I'm kinda of surprised to find that like there's nothing offensively egregiously terrible about the campaign so far. Um It looked pretty it
2: looked like it felt good to play when you when I was watching you.
1: Sure, yeah, like so the mechanics are, are solid, although, like, the melee stuff is very... It, it, I don't know. it does, There's nothing special about it, because you're just doing it all the time. Yeah. Like, so the glory kills, as they're putting it, which are just, like, the cinematic executions. Um, like, you're just doing them all the time.
0: Yeah, I noticed that when I was watching, they happen,
1: like, every ten seconds. If like, not more. Like, yeah. if you're doing it right, you might do it, like, every time. Because it basically makes you invincible while you're doing it and it gives you health like, or it like shoots out health from the person you kill. So, um, so yeah, I like, that's, that's all fine. It's very fast to the point of feeling a little slippery. Um, and sometimes it's easy to overcorrect and miss like shots because like the aim acceleration by default is very high and the auto aim assist is very aggressive. So like it might, pull you past something that you thought you were aiming at to look at something else. Oh, weird. Um, but it controls generally well otherwise. Um, I'm using my Elite controller on Xbox One, which means that, like, my acceleration curves are very specific on my thumbsticks, and it's the first game that I've used button reassignment on on the Elite controller because you can't swap the sticks without swapping the triggers. Okay. Which is fucking asinine like I can't I hate it when games do that I don't even is that a thing that people actually do swap the sticks and triggers I don't I've never met anyone that like wants to shoot on the left trigger but I'm sure that they exist somewhere I think that Uh, there's just an assumption that like if you're doing swapped sticks like quote southpaw sticks like people are left handed so they want to do everything with their dominant hand hi stop it I don't know what you're doing but you should stop it's weird um so it's been nice to use my elite controller the way it was intended, mm-hmm. by like having a profile dedicated specifically to Doom that I can switch it to on the front of the, the controller. Mm-hmm. But um uh but yeah, it's it's fine. It's it's fun enough. Like it's not particularly interesting, but it's fun. Um the game looks fucking great. Yeah. Like it it is consistently visually impressive. Uh it is excessively gory. But it feels like it, like, basks in the gore a little less than it did when they debuted it. Like,
2: I think that, I mean, I think the way that, that was edited that they wanted to show off, like, they wanted to show people, like, hey, yeah, it will be hardcore, like the Doom you thought it
1: should be. But it's not just that, because I played it at E3 mm-hmm. last year, like, as a judge, like and mm-hmm. I couldn't write about it because, like, it was in no way, shape, or form ready for public consumption. But uh, glory kills in that, in that build, like when you did them, it took longer. Like there was like much more deliberation, oh, just like <laughs> ripping something in half, or like doing yeah. horrible things. And this, even if you're using the chainsaw on like a Baron of Hell, like it's just very fast chopping off an arm, and then things move on. That doesn't surprise me. That happens kind of late in a lot of
0: our game stuff too. We start off with the animations for a lot of things that are like, look how cool it is,
1: and then eventually people. Like in the end, you always favor the game over a cool animation. It's like the, the like the cinematic summons in fucking Final Fantasy, where you're waiting a minute and a half for yeah, something. Yeah, like, no happen. one wants that
0: shit. Like basically, like if a cinema, if an animation is longer than a second and a half or two seconds, you've fucked up. so
1: yeah. bad. Yeah. So, so it moves much faster in that respect than it did uh, in the E three demo, and I think that that's good. Um, but I I don't know, like. We've I th- we've maybe talked about this on the show before, probably at least once. Where I really liked Doom Three, I did do like I really really liked Doom Three. It was like one of the coolest survival horror style games I ever played, and even the shooting that I liked. Um, and there was a lot of talk about how this game was going to get away from Doom Three and on to like back to the original Doom. Um, but I was talking to James about this at dinner, and it's like, how the fuck do you define the original Doom? Like there is no real defining characteristic of the original doom it's just a violent first person shooter with key cards that's right. about it. and and like s- s- strafing yeah circle strafing yeah um and like doom 3 had all that shit it's just that the ammo was very limited yeah. so like in that respect no doom 2016 has lots of ammo you're never going to be worried about what you're shooting. Like you will run out of ammo, but like you're always going to be shooting at something. And there's like a pistol with infinite ammo. Um, But, but otherwise like the guns feel and look a lot like they did in doom three. Like there is a machine gun. Just like there was in doom three. Like the plasma rifle looks almost exactly like it did in doom three of my memory, uh, addled as it is by age is anything to go by. Um, And like the levels don't feel like the constant, like overlapping concentric circles that the original Doom games did. And I can, I feel confident saying this because I actually spent like three or four hours playing Doom two over the weekend because like I wasn't playing Doom. So I might as well play the fucking like 94, 95 versions of Doom and Like a couple of years or like maybe four or five years ago now, like the meme on Reddit was like, this is Doom. And it did like an overhead map of Doom. And then it's like, this is Call of Duty. And it's like, Doom is like this very, quote, intricate sort of like blueprint of a level. And Call of Duty is just like lines with curves. Right. Um, But that's such a monumentally disingenuous breakdown of what those games are because the amount of surface area in a Call of Duty game is just orders of magnitude more than the surface area in a Doom game. Like, you just go over right. the same space. over and over Doom's were a hallway again.
0: shooter, still. It was just that you could wander, and sometimes you'd backtrack through they
1: the were hallways and, and rooms, but, like, you would basically just, like, walk through them over and over again as you got, like, a new color key. Right. And more monsters would pop in, and, like, a new monster closet would open.
2: It's, like, kind of way that, like, Dark Souls, I think, took inspiration of kind of that, where everything kind of loops back on itself, but you kind of, like, eventually get farther and farther But you like you come back to the same areas,
1: and even that like there's it's not like you really do that very much in the original Doom games and like Doom 3 was actually much bigger than those games. Like it it was more like involved in that way Um, and Doom 2016 feels a lot like Doom 3 in that way except the sort of constant overwhelming like exhausting fear is not present. Like I'm never afraid playing this Doom, hmm. and I feel like there are some people that feel like that's the experience they had with the original Doom games. Like they're just action games where you shoot shit. But even now, like this last weekend playing Doom, Doom is scary because you'll Doom be in a room scary and you're and, you'll you'll
0: you'll,
1: and you're like, oh shit, I'm about to open the door and it's all going to or go like down. a Vroom, that like very like cliched sound bite like door opening noise. That means that you walked over a switch and right. now you're and, fucked because there's something behind all you. All the
0: things have dropped open, tons of guys are pouring out. Right. And so
1: that that fear is very present in Doom 3, but the original Doom games also had like that sort of very visceral aggression where you're blowing things away that was absent in Doom Three. And that is very much the case of Doom Four. I'm calling I'm like interchanging what I call it because like it's just fucking Doom and it's It's rebooting like the quote fiction of Doom, again. What was the story of Doom Two? Did you just go to hell? No, Doom Two was Hell on Earth. Hell on Earth. Okay. Yeah, Doom Two Hell on Earth was the name of Doom Two. This one one is like
2: humanity has been using.
1: So yeah the the premise the premise of Doom this new one is that the UAC, which continues to exist, uh, except this time it's like this weird quasi corporation slash religion, uh, has found a way to, to harness a extra dimensional energy source to solve all energy needs on earth. Um, and where they're getting that energy from is hell. And there is like, someone becomes corrupted by like, the influence of hell and the weird religion that defines the UAC and they like unleash hell and everything's goes to shit, et cetera, et cetera. It's just standard video game. one oh one bullshit. Mm-hmm. And there's way less story than there was in doom three, but there is story like there are fucking like codex entries for every enemy and for every like environment you find. And like, there are a few characters and there's like multiple codex entries on them. And like, it stops you to show you cutscenes and like to watch people talking for a few minutes. And and I just don't I don't know. It's weird watching people cling to ideas of what Doom was, because I don't I don't know what Doom was supposed to be when it came out. Other than like that cool, super advanced tech demo, like with some pretty good level design, like it doesn't have like identifying mechanics the way that other games do it didn't have identifying level design it just like had levels right um but what you've played so far you seem to like it's fine like that's that's kind of the thing it's fun but it's like it's fun like i can see it sort of like starting to wear out as welcome after three or four hours um uh like the level design isn't that interesting like it's very pretty to look at like there's a lot of cool shit happening but it's not it's not like the campaign design of something like modern warfare. Like it's not like this relentlessly constructed thing that with a perfect feedback loop. Um, the secrets ironically are one of the things that feel the most like the original doom and sort of like tie it together in a way that it otherwise wouldn't have because they're placed in such a way and presented in such a way that like, you know that they're there and like you spend a lot of time like trying to figure out how to get them. Um, and the reward for doing so feels like good enough to want to do it what is the reward for doing secrets I was wondering why you're so aggressively pursuing those oh so you find these little like plush doom marines that are good for like I think like skins and multiplayer and also just like collectibles okay just in general but also there's a there are like four different upgrade systems I it's like your suit there's your suit, your guns, uh, and runes. Okay, so three. Yeah, but runes was that's like they
2: all have kind of different currencies or like unlock. Right, so requirements. each one,
1: yeah, like so, like the suit and your weapons have similar systems that run in parallel as opposed to overlap. So like you'll get collectibles that let you like upgrade your suit, and you'll get collectibles that. First, allow you to unlock a secondary fire on every gun uh or on almost every gun, and then you can upgrade the secondary fires hmm. um so there's like two trees per most guns um and then the runes are tied to challenge levels like that you'll find like you'll find these like glowing green sigils that you can interact with that take you to challenge rooms, and when you finish the challenge room, it's like a perk okay like. Uh, this like this thing like draws pickups to you, so you don't have to walk over them to grab them. And if you get two, three hundred of them, like it like draws from farther away. Stuff like that. Um. So there is like a decent feedback loop in that upgrade system that feels good. Um. And the suit looks cool, so it's something that I want to do. But I don't know. Like it all feels just fine like there's nothing in it that's like show-stoppingly awesome right um, and i think that maybe people for some reason have this expectation that doom will have this identity but it doesn't i don't really feel like it's got a really strong sense of self other than being super fucking violent and looking really good
2: and having a chainsaw as a primary weapon uh
1: except the chainsaw now has ammo Oh, and there are like bars and enemies take different amounts of bars to kill. With
2: the chainsaw, so it's yes. like you're basically building up the bar to be like, oh, well, if I don't have it, we'll do any damage or just won't even do
1: like. It won't work at all if you don't have enough, quote, ammo in your chainsaw. Like to kill a baron, you need three bars.
0: I guess that so makes sense. Otherwise, one, it doesn't do as anything. fast
1: as you can move in that game, you could potentially just chainsaw everything. Right, forever. and the way you bring up the chainsaw is by hitting the X button. So it's like, it's just very fast. It's a dedicated yeah. chainsaw button. Yep. Wow. Well, it's, no, it's dedicated to bring it up. You still have to pull the trigger to use it. No, I just mean in the sense that like in
0: the old game, you know, you cycled through, it was just another weapon you held. And it wasn't like a consistent right. factor
1: in all your fighting yep. in the same way. Hm. Um, there, are, I mean, I don't know. There are Sounds lots like of doom. weapons. It's, yeah, it's Doom. Hey, guess what? It's I, Doom.
0: I'll be curious to hear about the multiplayer I mean, it kind of got lampooned and yeah, the beta on Steam. But, the beta
1: like got just But I don't know if that's because it wasn't good or because it wasn't exactly what people I think people, people were complaining wanted. about loadouts. Oh. It's, it wasn't developed by id. It was developed by a certain affinity, hmm. which is interesting. Um, So I don't know. I'll probably play that at some point over the weekend because I have to. But that's not the thing
0: about Doom that I was interested in. I never in. played Doom multiplayer back in the day, though. I mean, just because I never land it
1: up. Right. so. Um. The snap map stuff is interesting. I still don't know what that is. It's just a level creator. So you can make your own levels? Yes. Like single player? Yes. Oh, really? Like there's oh, like wow. full scripting and like spawn stuff and all of that. That's kind of neat. I mean, if you go back to the E3 presentation, they show all that shit. Like they show people building That's the levels. Thing? Yeah. Hmm. Um, and so I figure like it's only a matter of time before someone remakes Doom. Like the original Doom, <laughs> just and level Doom by two. level. Yeah, I um, would be. Su- yeah, give like, it would, a couple weeks. I would be surprised if it takes longer than a month for that stuff yeah. to be in there. And then, like, I would be surprised if Wolfenstein 3D wasn't in there asap. So, cool. I think that's interesting. I think that there's like some interesting stuff, but it's mostly just fine. Like, it's not amazing, but it's certainly. Is not the fucking disaster that I was worried it was going to be when I when I was told that we were not going to get it for review. Yeah. Um. So I guess that's a plus. Yeah.
0: Although it still sounds a little bit disappointing in the sense that
1: coming from Doom Three as someone who liked Doom Three, right? It's not like the the super involving experience that Doom Three was for me. Like it's not like the fucking technological graphical showcase sea change that Doom Three was. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Hmm. Cool. Um. Do you play anything?
0: The only thing I played, I I jumped back into Company Heroes Two this last week. Yeah, after we talked about it last week. Yeah, but only the, I've just been playing through the American campaign. Right. Because the 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 Russian campaign that came with the base game was very much a linear, very typical to Company Heroes. Play level to level to level to level, mm-hmm. and in the Co Two America campaign. American campaign that they added, that's when they took it back to a little bit of the Dawn of War stuff that everyone really loved towards the end of Dawn of War One, which is and and in Dawn of War Two you, you have a campaign map, so you're actually moving units through a map and then you get encounters and you actually kind of add, like a, a risk map, a risk map and, yeah. and and as you if you encounter another army then you fight a map, okay. but it's like kind of like randomly generated based on the territory and, and then are there
2: like. And then like like, hero missions
0: or like, yeah. And and then there's like, and then there's like times where like you'll move through an enemy territory, but you won't encounter an army, but it'll still pack, pop up a random thing a little bit like banner saga. Like there's a supposedly a a German tank around here. Do you want to take the long way or to, so you'll make like, like, you know, like a little bit like Oregon trail choices that can affect the outcome of it. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like a dynamic campaign that is like how you take on the map is up to you and what type of units you, you use to do it. So you, you could go through that multiple times and have like a. There a, you can pick four groups of, whether you have rangers, airborne, mechanized, or something else, and you can't take. You can only take three, so you don't get to play through the first time with all of them, no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I mean, but it's still company heroes too. I just been playing it because yes, we talked about it, and then Dawn of War got announced, and then I just felt like playing a relic game, and it was installed and it was right there and.
1: You played all the Dawn of War games, right? Yeah,
0: no, I stopped. So I played Dawn of War 2 and all its expansions. I played Dawn of War 1 and like the first three expansions. The later ones they added that actually added that campaign map, I didn't play. And that's why they added this in Company Heroes 2. Because they wanted to kind of get back to that sort of campaign map stuff that people liked in the old Dawn of War games. Mm. Where it, was no, it wasn't a linear story. It was literally just about... How you choose to fight this campaign, cool. Yeah, but I just I'm excited for relic stuff, and honestly, I almost put in Space Marine the other day, just because everyone finished that game. Every once in a while, I think about that game, and even as you're talking about Doom, I was thinking about Space Marine because the whole like if you do an execution on a guy, it gives you health. That was like Space Marine's big conceit to how they encouraged you to shoot
2: only until you could get into melee combat. So. I think one Mitchell Dyer was playing that, I think you, you mentioned something about it on Twitter. Yeah. That that week.
0: made me think about it too. So yeah, just, just been thinking a lot about relic games and, but besides that, uh, the only other thing that I really dived into, I'm trying to think if I, uh, more plants versus zombies. Yeah, <laughs> man a problem. Uh, I still have like 25 characters in that. I haven't unlocked. Jesus. Even though I'm on my third prestige, so and it doesn't reset like your progress you just you keep on earning <laughs> yeah, that. yeah yeah, yeah, literally all that changes is the is you go back to level one and now there's a big two on your like st- status bar hmm but yeah i've I've been playing a lot of I guess comfort games in the sense like that, so I started trying to play that new paradox game Stellaris, but you talk about something that's completely inscrutable. That yeah. game is a game that I can't play while, like, hanging out or play, like, like, tabbing between stuff. Like, that game is 100% demands your attention. Like, you pick... It is very much a hardcore 4X, and it's not turn-based, so it's real-time, so you have to pay attention. And it is, like, from the from the outset, it's hardcore. Like, the first time when you're picking between all the races, when you pick your faction, there's, like, 25 stats to consider about their strengths and weaknesses. You have to think about, like, they're xenophobic, and that affects these four stats, They're this. This fix these six stats. And you're just like... I was like, I don't... I can't... Hit hit the random button. It's a fucking... It's so German. Like, that game is so German. (laughs) You know, it's just like... I just like... Like, German people love their deep-ass simulation strategy games. Like, you know, I'll never forget that, like, when I went to Gamescom one year, there was all these really big games there. Bioshock, a really exciting Call of Duty, all these things. And the German people weren't lined up for that. They were lined up to see Anno 2027. Like, that was the game that had like the biggest line in the whole place <laughs> because they know what they like or there was like an economics par- simulator that paradox is doing and like that had a crazy line you know it's just like it is a different yeah they just they have different tastes so they don't want the American shoot guns yeah not in the same way and lately honestly I haven't wanted that either I actually surprised myself with that because the other day I was I was like gonna I had I was like I gotta play overwatch and I was like ah I was like, I really just don't feel like, like I I started playing more Battlefront as well just because it was in my PlayStation and I was like, but I was like, man, I'm just really tired of first person shooting things right now. Yeah. Like I really want something different and I don't know what that is. Maybe it'll be Total Warhammer. Maybe it'll be third person slaying of millions of people in Uncharted 4.
2: Yeah. Uncharted 4. Uh I am, I would say probably 80% through that game. Okay. I um, played play about uh eight hours eight nine hours
0: yeah i figure it's like a 10 hour thing yeah i guess yeah i think 8 to 12 is what i've heard from people <laughs> i mean their games usually the single player in their games
2: is surprisingly long yeah compared to a lot of other games yep very a, pretty a very, that the game is gorgeous like i, I mean again it does a thing where sometimes it will like make the trend like seamless transition into a, a cut scene and it's a little bit higher res like the models look a little of bit nicer but man is that game pretty um And kind of the only thing that's driving me through the game because I'm not like I I really like the story, I really like the character moments, and I like like what they're doing with them. But I just don't like playing it all that much. I and I I know people are (laughs) gonna dislike that, but like I I think the shooting kind of kind of (laughs) (laughs) cut my mic and walk out of the room. Yeah,
1: not because I'm saying I hate you. I'm saying because. I'm just not looking forward to the email that yeah. I'm sure we're going to get or the tweets we're going to see. I James was car-bombed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
2: just, I, I don't, I don't enjoy it. I don't feel like, I, I enjoy some of the exploration stuff and like I, the puzzles, it has one of my fuzzle, favorite puzzles in any game I've ever done. Like I won't spoil it, but there's a really cool mechanic where Drake isn't actually doing the puzzle. He's using his notebook to solve the puzzle.
1: And it's one of my favorite things that I've like ever done I, in a video game. I feel like the other Uncharted, like Un. I mean, whatever, fuck the first Uncharted because it was like a proof of concept that wasn't great but had some cool ideas. Uncharted 2 was great. Yep. yep. Uncharted 3 was fucking terrible. I don't think it was fucking terrible. I, I enjoyed it. I thought that the story was totally useless and wastes at least three hours on a it was all a dream sequence. Mm, yeah. Uh, and you can tell exactly when they're like, oh, fuck, one of our actors is leaving to go be in The Hobbit. Because he breaks his leg and is never seen again. I don't remember three that well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember. There's a part like about halfway through where Cutter, oh yeah, like gets injured, and him <laughs> and Chloe later. just vanish. Yeah, and it's because the dude who played Cutter is one of the fucking dwarves in The Hobbit.
0: Oh, and that's Cutter's like one of the guys that's like there to kind of like he's probably gonna screw me
1: over. No, he was the foil for Nate for Drake, like for Nate. Like, he was... I think he was in the second one? I don't know. I in some capacity? I don't Probably. know. I don't remember two or three that well.
0: Anyway. um, I remember one surprisingly But more the specifically,
1: like, like, two's shooting wasn't good, but the encounter design was okay. Like, it had the problem of, like, endless waves of dudes, and it had the yeah. Scooby-Doo bullshit. Th- this doesn't have that, which is, um, which is pretty nice. Three had really bad encounter design that never ended, and, like, the platforming wasn't fun. Um, yeah. So... How many guys do you think you've killed 80% in
0: the
2: game? A lot. All is right, there
1: so an <laughs> achievement for, or a trophy for killing a 1,000 people called Lud Narrative Dissonance?
2: I, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> but you, you can go uh, watch a video that I made called Uncharted Kill Count on YouTube. That is an infographic based on the first three games where we counted every single person. And the one playthrough. It's not like an actual count. Sure. Um, of, like, how you might be able to max it if you did certain things. Not, not max it, but just on a general playthrough. Um, Man, that's a...
0: You know, like, honestly, I I, I don't know if it's because... Like, I, I've i been wanting to try and check out Uncharted with my girlfriend. If she really likes story things.
2: But, like, I feel like she's going to get real bored of watching me crouch and shoot. So there's a mode called Explore. So it's, like, easy, medium, and hard, or whatever their terms are for it. And then there's Explore. So I think... That one is just, like, you can kind of breeze through the combat. You also have, like, uh, options where it just does lock-on. So, you don't... The way that I'm playing it is with all, all the, like, assist stuff turned off, which is the, by default. So, I'm playing it on whatever they default. But you here. could make it much easier. Yeah, where it just snaps to enemies. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I might try and do that with her
0: just for at least one time just because that's what she really cares about. Like, in Tomb Raider, she would get a little wary of watching me do the combat, but she was interested in Lara's story
2: yeah and, and I think this has enough again this is why I'm playing it, is to get through and get to the scenes And like there are some fantastic like character moments where I was like I did not expect it to get this heavy not in, and like very real and about like things that aren't really related to like Uncharted in, in certain ways about like relationships and how you deal with those and I was like whoa <laughs> and I was like I okay yeah um well but uh, yeah. I mean, I just I, I don't particularly enjoy the combat or the, the combat scenarios. The stealth, like there's a bunch of stealth mission like stealth sections. Well, the sure. stealth sections
0: like like I actually enjoyed the stealthier stuff in The Last of Us. So like because it was better than the shooting. Oh yeah, shooting. If you had to shoot in The Last of Us, something has gone horribly wrong.
2: Yeah, and I think they've brought some of that over. Like it feels okay. Like you you go into bushes and that hides you, and you can like pop up and mark people, and then it follows them around. But uh, it usually ends up, and I, I, that you're gonna get seen, and then you have to fight your way out, and then it will summon more people into the area. Is there, are there heavily armored guys that take way too many bullets to kill? Mm-hmm. Well, pretty much everyone feels that way, but like there are like I mean like the sho- specific the sho- guys that yeah, have the shotgun, the heavy guys. armor, and you got to pop them in the head over and over again until yeah. like their armor breaks or some yeah. shit. And if you stealth come up, you like if you like stealth kill them, <laughs> like you have to go up and like mash Y or Y or triangle. triangle to rip off their helmets before you can punch them. Okay. Um,
1: that, yeah, so I, I want to play it because I want to see it and experience it mm-hmm. and, like, do the, like, world design and the puzzle design and all that, but I'm probably just going to put it on easy.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, think, I think that is a totally okay way to play that game.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, my girlfriend, every time I'm playing games, is always like, "Put it on easy," because she just wants to see the story stuff. Like, even when we started Quantum Break, she's like, "Just put it on easy," so we can get through all
1: that shit and just watch the shows. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she wanted to do. Which, like, whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't care anymore. Like, I'm I'm for review. I'm playing Doom on the default uh, difficulty, which has hurt me plenty. But like, I might I conceivably would play through that on her difficulties. But I don't know. Yeah,
0: same thing. I used to play Call of Duty always on Veteran or Hardened, and nowadays I'm just like normal. I still play Call of Duty on Hardened. I um,
1: Including Black Ops Three. I played on Hardened. I'll probably never play but another one on Veteran. No, because it's just not fun. <laughs> I did that all the way through Call of Duty, and they've 2. actually gotten yeah. progressively less fun
0: on Mo- Veteran, like Modern Warfare Two. No, I'm saying Call of Duty Two because it was an early Xbox game, and if you played through it on Har- Veteran, you got you all got the, the full achievers. thousand achievement points. So I did it, and that game sometimes turned into, can I stay behind this box long enough to let my health regen? Without a grenades, because they would just throw grenades like crazy yeah, without, and just were, yes. survive
1: enough grenades. German like... people apparently went to war with a lot of grenades. <laughs> yeah, if Call of Duty. I don't think you
0: could throw them back in two. Yeah. No, so it was couldn't. it was just that you hoped to survive. it sometimes like you'd see the indicator and be
2: like, please box, please. That happens a lot in Uncharted too. If you stay in one place for too long, they're just like, hey, we're just gonna throw grenades up here now. Okay. We don't want we don't want you. To... Like that the game wants you to move around its environments and use the the, the new grappling hook to like swing around and. Hmm. Um, it, like use its cover system, which is is sometimes I f- forget exists and and it doesn't like that because like, hey, this person I can't see this person and I don't think they sh- can shoot me, but they definitely are like making my my screen jitter.
0: Yeah, I'll be curious about that. And I I imagine the multiplayer and it will be as forgettable as the yeah, others. Like don't get me wrong, I thought the multiplayer in Uncharted Two was it was good. Yeah, it was fun. I
1: don't. Does it have any like gimmicks in four?
2: Yeah,
0: because
1: like a ton of gimmicks.
2: Like, yeah, like, it has, like, you... Like, there's a, a hero cur- classes, basically. Yeah, you have, like, a currency system, and that so you can, what I mean you can is buy like, relics that do, like, magic stuff.
1: So, the Last of Us multiplayer, mm-hmm. like, the controls I didn't think were great, like, mm-hmm. and I didn't think the shooting is very good, but, like, the gear and crafting, like, mid-match that was, was cool. something that yeah. was, like, really cool. Yeah, there's... Uh, not crafting, per
2: se, because that was kind of tied to what, what The Last of Us was about. Right. But there is, like, mid-match, you could... You can spawn, like, a helper to drop in and help, you like, this, like ai a companion to drop
1: in the middle of the match and help you out like if there are cool ideas there i could see myself playing a little bit of it
2: yeah but. and and uh, again I, I only tried on the first night and i got it just was dropping me off the servers i'm assuming it's fine now <laughs> oh before it came out you mean no i didn't have an i, I played uh when it released i didn't have an early copy um hmm. uh, uncharted 2 4, four.
0: Just transported is back Odd-numbered to, like,
1: Uncharted games are good. Yeah. Even-numbered Uncharted games are not.
2: Again, yeah, the, act, the acting, the script is really great of just um, Sam, uh, Drake's brother, who you're rolling around with. Does it
1: feel too log?
2: Sometimes, sometimes I I want to, like, get through, again, like I was saying, I want to get through this section. I'm like, just, I just want to get to the next, like, narrative section of the next puzzle and, like, don't really want to deal with, like, all right, we're going to drive through this area. I loved the video I saw that uh Nick Robison
0: posted that was like Drake Sully and his brother in a Jeep on a road having like a serious conversation and then he just launched <laughs> off a cliff and, like, they
2: all go, and then, like it just contextually switches them all out. I, I I love the uh the whenever you die and someone just goes Drake <laughs> So, if, if I fucked up a stealth section, I'll usually just jump off the cliff, whatever nearby cliff is there, because there's always a cliff. And just listen to our, someone go, Gray! No! Um, Should we take a break and...
1: letters? Do some letters. Do we have letters?
0: Uh, yeah, we got a few.
1: Okay, sure. Breaking...
2: Welcome to Letters, you wrote them, some of them have questions, most of them
0: are bad, love
2: you all all right thanks mitch i'll fuck you we'll talk, we'll talk soon you'll fuck him yeah i'm gonna fuck, fuck you later we're gonna move to your country real soon come november <laughs> bye have fun
0: our first letter is from roman who says did you ever play psychic detective on ps1 it was one of the strangest games i ever played the way we as a group experienced it was unique in my gaming life one guy bought the game, not knowing what it was about, finished it, and then waited for people to come over. Each new person to show up was forced to sit down and play through it with no instructions at all. The rest of us would huddle behind them, watching the weirdness and speaking in hushed tones. Once finished, we'd discuss different choices and theories on how that shit worked. Then we'd all wait impatiently until another friend showed up and we'd repeat the process. The branching paths and oddball gameplay of this mystery story blew our minds at the time. I bring it up because I think someone should make it would make a cool VR game. Someone get on that. Okay. I, know, I have no idea what that I, game is. Yeah, I've never heard I've of it. There of was one. a lot of weird PlayStation One games I never played. Yes. though. there
1: That's will something. never be another system with like weird games the way that like the, the PlayStation, PlayStation Dreamcast were. Dreamcast had some weird ones too. The Dreamcast had, had a few weird more. games, because yeah, like, I feel like the licensing requirements for PlayStation were non-existent, not hard, yeah, and like the development costs were just not that expensive.
2: Uh, this is not related at all, but kind of made me think about like weird mechanics. I talked about a game called Pony Island, like one of my first episodes. Pony Island, uh, which is a like weird kind of like breaking fourth wall type of game.
0: Okay.
2: Um, it's on it's on it's on Steam. It's on on. Of course it is. Yeah. Uh, but I figured I figure, figure we're far enough out where I can talk about the mechanic that has fu- like has done made me feel something I've never felt before. Is that game? uh is like breaking the fourth wall and it sends you fake Steam notifications like that your friends are messaging you. No, that's fucked up. Uh, and so that like like I had I think it was Chris our friend Crispy who we played Dota with uh a fake message you being like Oh, you're playing a game called Pony Island and I responded to him. I'm like, oh and I'm explaining like why I'm playing it and, and why and he go and he messaged you me back going like what? Like what the fuck are you talking about? And then I'm like Wait, I go back in so
1: it pulls people from your friends oh yeah it pulls like actual list.
2: names and sends you and it doesn't actually populate your like your thing so like you can eventually I figured out and I, cause I did it twice I did I stopped playing immediately after that happened because I ended up talking to someone uh, on, and so I just stopped playing the game went back and I did it again the next night and I was like that's super weird but I had different text and I eventually figured out oh it's fucking with me like, the game is f- actually fucking with me
0: that's cool yeah that's cool what is that game called again? Pony Island. Pony Island. Um uh, our next letter is from John. And he says "Advance War is my favorite series of all time. All and time. I'm su- and I'm super bummed there hasn't been a new one. Aside from Fire Emblem, Permadeath is too stressful. Are there any similar PC or IOS games that are capture the same feel? I really like the buying units within each mission mechanic, and I was there's an IOS game that just came out that I can't remember what it was called. Oh, yeah. But um, but everyone was like it's just advanced force on iOS. I can uh, So you look that up just one, one pair of Schneider sent me an email about it. Um you Google that real quick.
1: Uh Oh Mitch was drunk because he was at the game devs drink up Montreal event. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Let's see two Rebel FM questions see what Brandon's got for us. He says, I recently moved from Southern California to Colorado and was lucky enough to know somebody who got me a a good gig as an apprentice electrician. I fucking hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I am not mechanically inclined at all, and the people in the construction industry don't seem to be the most progressive thinkers. Misery loves company. What jobs have you had that you hated with a passion? Gas station. (laughs) Gas station and and not even like a... a, uh, and a.m. p.m. So I had to like cook hot dogs and burgers and clean up coffee after the crazy fuck yeah construction dudes like you came in and then sell them a bunch of beer and turn kids
1: away that were trying to buy alcohol et cetera et cetera et cetera. I had garbage. A, a version of that job. I worked at a Seven Eleven for a little bit, but I didn't work a graveyard shift. And I think that you did. Didn't I worked.
0: You? I worked the five forty five to three something shift. So early morning, like. To when these dudes were getting off work. And then for a while, you're right, I did also work the like super late shift. Did
1: it fuck, like, did you like... My
0: life changed. I was on a weird schedule. Like I would get, I would like stay up all night and then I would stay up for a good chunk of the day and then sleep when most humans were awake. Like
1: I was, it was weird. When I worked at the porn store, like there was like a six month period where I did like one or two in the morning until eight or 10 in the morning. Uh, And that was not healthy at all?
0: No, your life. Your life is just. Your, your body's like, where's the light?
1: Your life is just different. It's just, definitely like, but not just that. Just like I so could not adjust to it. Yeah. Like and like, there would be times where like I would be like, sort of like unconscious while appearing to be awake, mm. and like have conversations that I don't remember having hmm. and shit, and like hallucinating.
0: Super healthy.
2: Super uh, healthy. I worked at a law office.
1: That was not fun.
2: But that was just like an office assistant job But I pretty much liked all my other jobs um, <laughs> Fuck you James I
1: sold newspaper subscriptions Door to door for like a couple of weeks Which was a nightmare um, The most stressful Job that wasn't this one uh, Was uh, Doing freelance copy editing Like in copywriting hmm. For this dude Like when I was in college Which was a total fucking nightmare
0: um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think there, that was that was pretty much it for me. Um. So, second question. I am towards the end of my first Stephen King novel, The Shining, and I'm looking to jump into another one. I've heard you talk about Stephen King occasionally before. Do you have any recommendations for which novel of his I should jump into next? What is your favorite? I would say, just off the top of my head, Cell, because the movie's coming out later this year. Yeah, you cell, can watch the movie. I like Cell you can, a whole lot. Yeah, Cell's fun. Mm-hmm. It's, like, not, like... It's light it's, for it's, him. It's, it's not that inventive, and, and it's, like... it's, But it's very... Sh- it's short in yeah. a lot of ways, and it's, like... It, but I'm shaking my head at both of you. But The Mist Why? is my favorite... I DK enjoyed story.
1: Cell, and The Mist is a good novella, but I would say It. Yeah. The, yeah. Stand, the stand. Yeah, Stand's Pet kind of... Cemetery. A- you know? Yeah. It is
0: pretty phenomenal, especially, like... It's just the book goes in a lot of unexpected places, but The Mist is still my favorite thing. Stephen They're also King. making
1: like a pair of movies of it. You now. could also
0: just start reading The Dark Tower. It's um, not horror, though.
1: Well, sometimes like it is. I like The Talisman, which is a book that Stephen King wrote with Peter Straub. Uh, and that has a sequel called Black House that I liked a lot. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think.
0: There's plenty others, but
1: I mean, I, like, it's just really easy to read all his stuff. Like, there's I mean, not a it, lot of really bad ones, except the ones where he was, like, super on coke. Like <laughs> yeah. the Tommy Knockers. Like, it's, like, just Stephen King coked out of his fucking mind. Uh, Misery is good. Also coked out of his mind for that, I think. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, John Switch. says, a new John says, With all the talk about the Wii U being dead and who knows what the NX is, Doesn't it sort of feel like Nintendo has no chance? I mean, other than the core people that will buy a Nintendo console, no matter what, is there anything the NX could do or be that would sway a large group of gamers who don't worship the big N? I don't know. Honestly.
2: I I mean, I think
0: think it has a chance.
2: Yeah. Especially with it being like potentially the hybrid.
0: If it does something really crazy and it does it well
2: and it has really cool games, then I could see word of mouth supporting it enough. Because remember like the three DS and like again the and all their portable systems have sold phenomenally for a yeah. long time. And it's still Nintendo is a brand that people
0: recognize. I mean, their Mitomo thing like yeah. isn't even that good. And it's crazy how much money they made. Like yeah. like it is staggering how much money Mitomo made. Yeah. I,
2: and I think they they will continue to do that and they've committed to Oh yeah. Well yeah. their mobile stuff might be the reason that you get a new console. Yeah. I was looking at a chart that a coworker made the other day of like revenue of everything and it's just like you can't measure up against the Wii cuz that was such an anomaly like it is like it sold so stupidly well that it outclasses anything else now that doesn't justify how well the Wii U has actually sold but like like measuring up one to the other uh, is the, not.
1: the Wii U feels like a fundamental misunderstanding of why the Wii was successful yeah, that's true um on Nintendo's part like the Wii was the world's most successful board game. Yeah, you yeah. Have people over for it. It's like, look at this thing. We're gonna do it, and it's gonna live in my closet, and we're never gonna touch it again.
2: Yeah,
0: it was. It was yeah, the, even yeah. my sister has a Wii. It was the fat. <laughs> my sister does yeah. not
1: play games. Yeah, I've met Anthony's sister. Like that is a hilarious statement. And she Yeah, she has a Wii. Yeah, um, it was like Christmas even... fad that year. Yeah. Her for like three years running yeah, like yeah, it, okay. was, it was it the, was like we was a monster yeah like but the way that people interacted with it like as consumers was totally different from every every other video game console yeah um and nintendo fucked up pretty bad in the way they followed up on that and like waited to follow up on that uh and cheaped out on how they followed up on that yeah I don't know. uh let's see
0: Tanner writes in, says, Lately I find that the Western RPGs where you play as a developed character, like The Witcher 3, are more engaging to me than games where you create your own character. Fallout 4, Dragon Age, Mass Effect are all great games, but I find it harder to empathize or get invested in a universe where I am required to create my own character from scratch. He he wants to know how we feel about that.
2: I mean, I feel feel like you can do different things. Like I felt very attached to my Mass Effect character, but there is a certain... like. But I think that's also because
1: the core story of like what you are doing as shepherd is still so good regardless of your choices and like there are backgrounds that you pick for that shepherd that sort of dictate how they interact with things a little bit that being said i totally get what he's saying like you play and you're
0: like and as jerry rivia you know you're like (laughs) jerry rivia wouldn't want me to do this so like you kind of have an idea of like It's just different. Like, when I play as Tomb Raider, which isn't exactly... It has RPG elements, but it's not the same thing. It's not open world or anything. But, like, I'm playing to see what happens to Lara, not to make things happen to Lara. Yeah. In the same way. I totally get that.
2: Yeah, it's an unauthored experience versus, like, you make your stories and out in this world.
0: Yeah. I think it's just a different sort of desire. Do Mm -hmm. you want to create your own stories and is that exciting to you? Yeah. Versus is it more exciting to have a narrative... Like, just given to you. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's why, I, like, I don't think I ever, Fall never really hooked me is because I'm like, I just, I, I was mainlining the, the, the story, and I think that was, like, probably not the way to play that game. Um, Let's
0: see. We can real quick read Steve's. Steve's wants to know if you've checked out Rainbow Six since it came out. He said uh, he thought the reviews were very spot on when they came, when the game came out, but he recently <coughs> picked up on a sale. And with the new update, he says he's impressed with the tweaks that they've made to the UI and customization, picking your character in a match. Cosmetic. Basically, they've done a bunch of quality of life to make it a more
1: realized game, he says. Uh, I haven't. Um, I'm a little concerned at the longevity of that game because the player counts are not high, uh, particularly on PC, which is sort of where... Mm. like in esport which is what they're trying to make that game would live and like all the competitive stuff that it seemed like they were pushing last fall has sort of gone quiet like and maybe i'm just like maybe i just didn't see it
2: uh they were doing stuff probably as of like a month and a half ago two months ago i would occasionally see people on twitter talking about like competitions
1: um, basically I just keep an eye out on how actively Ubisoft are plugging competition in that game. And I wonder like if there's like a thing in their press conference at E three this year about it being an esport, then like that would suggest a dedication to it as a platform that I did not necessarily expect it to have. Yeah. Um but no I haven't played it because I don't have time.
2: <laughs> uh oh. Go ahead. I was gonna say speaking of Ubisoft, did you guys watch the
1: Assassin's Creed trailer? I did and I was not super blown away is which it for is this year? weird. No, I'm talking the movie. Oh, that came out?
2: Yeah. The yeah. The trailer? Yeah. I have no clue. Does it, it look bad? Uh, it's not it's not awful. I like like is it set it, it, so it's before, actually I've is read Is it like Israel? Uh Spanish Inquisition. Okay. Um and it's uh starring Fassbender and the guy who directed the Macbeth movie okay. that came out last year? Okay. Um, I can't yeah. believe it's happening. It's it looks gorgeous. Like the movie is go- like shot really well. Like not particularly when they're in like the Animus
1: like Abstergo area. Oh fuck! I forgot that that was a- they're actually gonna do that. Yep. I mean, that's the entire fucking premise of the game. Yeah, but they could just make a movie about an
0: assassin in that time and it'd be fine too. And they don't need to do any of the fucking future fantasy shit. Yeah. Uh,
1: people were not happy with the music choice. Yeah, the music is not good in it, which is funny because, like, immediately people started uploading versions of the trailer with, like, the XEO theme or like, from Assassin's Creed or 2. Or any of
2: the, like, the trailers for old games that they had used. Uh, it, it was a Kanye song. <laughs> No, like, like the, I think it would have been fine with if it was just the beat, but like I think people were go, X gonna give it to you. Is he stabbing people? Like, yeah, come on, fuck off.
1: No, it, even it, that would work better in a trailer, as the Deadpool trailers demonstrated. That's true. Um, I, tone, I think it was totally, It was fine. I, I don't know. I just, I think that it looks kind of corny, um, and I don't trust Fox to make a good movie of Assassin's Creed. But I don't know i i am very and was surprised to find that I was very much in the major, the minority of people like
0: I don't think two thousand sixteens the years will get a good video game movie <laughs> well, I don't think Warcraft's gonna deliver and I don't think uh, we'll see I haven't seen the
2: trailer i but, but like those are two direct both of those directors I think are really good Maybe, like, again they could have get completely hamstrunged by the or the edited or produced <gasps> or noted yeah all. yeah but I feel like they they started out with a good base of talent. Yeah.
0: Uh Steve, I'm going to say your last name cuz I like to try and pronounce it. Zlizgowski. Zlizgowski. Zelig Zeligowski. Zl- Steve Zeligowski's Zelligowski? his email I laughed cuz it's just Dawn of War 3 Title. Body. How about that trailer? Steve. <laughs> P- <laughs> be good. Be good. Uh yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. I I think it's uh quite quite good. Um, Let's
2: see Oakland Bumping down the street in your
1: car No, it's a very Is that reggae? Mm-hmm Okay What? I Alright, are you having a conversation Sorry. with
0: yourself? I just, I read the email This is an email from us This is from Chris, he says You do should listen to the song Kitty by the President of the United States of America or put it on at the end of the show. It reminds me of you guys. I listened to it and imagined Arthur's recent cat adventures. President of the United States of America. Yeah, Kitty song, Kitty. Yeah, it's no, like, I know the song. But it's just funny that I just felt like I was like, who writes in a letter to like, <laughs> you guys? Just listen to the song, man. You were d- how much pot was involved in that letter? Is what I want to <laughs> know. Uh, let's see. Um, we'll do one more. But what if we just
2: didn't stop? What if we just answered letters forever?
0: I keep on us Well the most Well, we need more because a lot of the only other letters that I haven't read yet, a lot of them are from Puma. We, for some reason, got on some Puma mailing list I need to take us off of somehow. <laughs> uh, he says, Last week, you guys were discussing how there didn't seem to be many games this generation on consoles compared to the last, but I really think that you're looking at the past with rose colored glasses. Anthony, for example said that by this time last generation, we already had two Uncharted games. In fact, Uncharted 4 will come out earlier in the PS4's life than Uncharted 2, let alone 3, did for the PS3. The PS3 released in November 2006. Uncharted 2 came out in October 2009. The PS4 released in November of 2013. Uncharted 4 is scheduled for May 2016. Three years. The confusion may come from the fact that you thought we were four years into this generation instead of two and a half. Also, I think that you guys really forgot... How little there was in the early years of last gen. Take a look at a list of games by release date, and I think you'll be surprised how a lot of those, how late a lot of those great games came out. And he could be true. Arthur was the one who was saying that that was how it always was. I was the one who was like,
1: no, it felt real to me. There like, was a very strong migratory pattern at the beginning of last console generation. Like, there was like one or two big games a month on the 360, and everybody played them. Like,. Uh, this month it's Condemned, and this month it's fucking Call of Duty, and this month it's the Fight Night demo, and then there's, like, Oblivion and Ghost Recon and Dead Rising and Prey. Yeah, I guess that's why. It just felt like a busy first couple of years, because right out of the gate, when I picked up my Xbox, I
0: had Oblivion, Call of Duty 2, Condemned, and then and, and Ghost Recon, and then within a year I had Ghost Recon 2, Rainbow Six, like, I just always had, like, yeah. like it just felt like it came out swinging in a lot of those, but you know hitman so it was just like a lot of things real fast but
2: top keeps on tripping, tripping yeah yeah tripping. i guess i guess
0: i'll, I'll admit that i was i was i probably have a little bit of rose-colored glasses and maybe that just comes from the fact that maybe it just felt like there was always so many more games cuz i was in the press and that meant i was aware of every game all the time so i was yeah. like fuck there's so many games and now that i'm not i'm like not quite on the level of Call of Duty Madden guy, but I've definitely toned back the amount of games that I play. Yeah. So, um, and that's gonna do it for letters. You can send in your own to letters at eat-sleep-game dot com. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Chuff Money. Arthur's at A E G I E S. James is at James underscore Faulkner. Mm-hmm. He's not a rugby player. And you can find Matt at Talking Orange.
2: I think it's cricket. I think it was cricket. Cricket. Yeah. Okay. Because they keep on about, talking about batting. Oh. Uh,
0: well, you can go to ign.com to see the stuff James is working on. Um, and then you can go to uh, polyon.com and you can go check out stuff that Arthur's doing. Assuming he
1: has time to write any when he's not busy cutting out the things that Anthony isn't supposed to say.
0: And uh, you can go to marvelheroes.com with Marvel heroes. I appreciate that go check it out we added a bunch of Civil War stuff it's pretty cool and uh, with that I love you we're out it
2: gets jealous when I hear the sound outside
0: my